1: well hello everyone i hope you're all faring well i am dr jean marie ferris your host for love light and i'm so delighted for you to join us live on the voice America network to empower your life with love and wholehearted connections through worthiness we have a great show with an amazing guest the importance of navigating to your niche our talents and gifts ignite our passion invigorate our lives and Help us discover more about ourselves, what suits our interests, abilities, and nature, and enables us to serve and add value and express ourselves in the world. I love this quote by Michelangelo Your gifts lie in the place where your values, passions, and strengths meet. Discovering that place is the first step towards sculpturing your masterpiece. And that can be a book, it can be a song. Art, work, dance, a business, whatever inspires your heart. And as Joseph Campbell quotes, follow your bliss, and that takes courage. And there are countless uh, underserved, underserved and unmet needs in our world. And our niche is a specialized focus. And knowing our niche and navigating towards it gives us meaning and a sense of fulfillment. And our guest today... Minera Zahabi will share more about navigating to our niche, and she will tell us what that's all about. She is known as the niche navigator uh, and an international author, professional speaker, influencer, and entrepreneur, an empowering. Our Lives and Taking Steps to Transform Ideas into Niches is her mission, and she has influenced businesses and entrepreneurs around the world to help them navigate to their niche, and she is the author of The Philosophy of Niche Principles. So now I welcome our guest, Manira Zahabi, to our show. Welcome, Manira. I'm so thank glad you that you're so joining
2: us. <laughs> thank you, Dr. Jean Ferris. I appreciate for this amazing uh, introduction, and thank you for having me on your show. I am honored and humbled.
1: Well, thank you so much. We are delighted to have you. And I must share that we are fellow co-authors of our recently published international book. What is it? Life is a Gift, Loving You, an international bestseller. And we were also uh, speakers on the Giving Courage to Love Online Summit 2020. And you were an amazing speaker on that uh, uh, for that uh, summit as well. So it, hey. I, I'm so delighted to have you here today.
2: Thank you. And it is through these segments of books that we find each other. And you are an amazing and inspiring speaker as well.
1: Well, we're all doing the best we can to share our gifts and empower ourselves and others who Uh, connect with us through our work. I had a great opportunity to really talk with you and learn more about your work and you and how you inspire people to explore their ideas and turn niches into reality. And most importantly, I was so impressed because you said you empower people who want to be happy. And I just love that.
2: (laughs) Yes, happiness is something that not everybody is practicing these days.
1: Yes, yes, and we're going to talk more about that. But first of all, tell us about yourself and how you evolved as the niche navigator.
2: Well, I have worked in the pharma industry for almost 25 years. And as I walked through the weeds in that industry, I realized that people thought this would be the industry or this would be the job of their dreams, but it was a means to an end, right? Yes, Yes, that's so important. (laughs) And the thing is, what brings us happiness in the beginning does not always stay. The happiness doesn't stay there. It's like having a toy. When you give a child a new toy, they're excited for 5-10 minutes or maybe 3 days. Or maybe a month. And then after that, this toy is gone. <laughs> so, yes, that, ma- that makes sense. <laughs> and sometimes it may be a
1: toy that perhaps they didn't really want, and maybe it excited them for a minute. And then after a while, it's like, okay, what well, really sparks my joy? <laughs>
2: exactly. And that goes for us as well. <laughs> exactly. And so as I started looking at people's careers, their lives, I realized that they want more, they're yearning for more and they don't know how to get it. And something that my cousin had always told me, what are you going to do about it? Mm, very powerful <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's the million dollar question. And so my, my thinking was, how do we fix this? How do we create this? So what I did was I would help by asking questions, people who that were on my team, I would ask them questions about what is it that re- their heart was really set on, and in finding out, I was able to help them figure out their happiness part. Mm, I
1: love that. I love that. These critical questions that you ask kind of uh, kind of makes people more aware of, well, what am I really interested in? What are my passions? Because sometimes we walk this straight and narrow path towards success. uh, And sometimes we, you know, maybe we're encouraged to follow a path because maybe if our parents or friends or other people, you know, follow that path, and we feel like that's the right path, but we get down that road, and, you know, we find, wow, you know, I'm burnt out, or this is not giving me the fulfillment that I desire, so, you know, I love that you help people ask, you know, really get insight into those critical questions to start exploring within themselves and become more aware of what ignites their passion.
2: Exactly, and the thing is, everybody is destined to do something great. Granted that not all of us can be Tony Robbins of the world, but we all are destined to do something great because we are all unique and Mm -hmm. what we bring to the table is totally different. So most people just go through life and just live it and don't explore outside the paths that they have been asked to walk on. And then there are some rebellious ones like me who do. Who yes. just go <laughs> off the beaten path and say, I'm going to just make my own path.
1: <laughs> and That's what I do. And you know what? what's so amazing about that, uh, because I can speak to my own, I guess, history as well. It's like after a certain point, uh, if it doesn't kind of speak to your heart, you're like, okay, it must be something else. And of course, I asked myself a series of existential questions as I followed that straight and narrow path. In terms of what gives me fulfillment, what ignites my passion, and perhaps what was done years ago or months ago or whatever uh, that time span was, it, it's like okay, I, I'm I'm still searching for something. I'm still, you know, trying to find that niche that uh, that can really make me more fulfilled and also help others as
2: well. But see, it's a quest, right? It's never fulfillment that we're after because. Again, as adults, when we find that particular thing that Mm -hmm. makes us happy, we don't stick with it. We want more. Mm. How can I tweak it? How can I expand it? How do I change it? How can I make this a little bit more giving or more accompanied? With something else, so we are constantly searching. And in the coaching world, in the mentoring world, in the teaching world, that's what we do. So it's never a end; it's always a quest for
1: more. I love that uh, that, that that your terminology about quest because sometimes we may be on the right track, and we may have to look at a new way of doing old things right <laughs> you know to beef it up or make it more empowering more exciting uh so it's not that that path may not be the path that we should be on but it's like okay we gotta boost it or give ourselves some new energy or new excitement to add to this passion to make us more
2: satisfied and content with what we're doing that's true that's true and so the thing is i When, so you asked me the original question of how I got on this quest. It's always how to fix something, right? For me, it has always been like that. And what I realized was so true when I read As the Men Think It by James Allen, where he says most people are anxious to improve their circumstances, they are not anxious to improve themselves.
1: Hmm. Wow, that's powerful. So
2: for me, another door opened up, where now this quest of helping them improve themselves come in.
1: Hmm. Okay. So improvement, self improvement, can open the door to other kinds of opportunities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now, of course, uh, we're in this challenging situation. A lot of people have lost their jobs and they're trying to, you know, figure out, you know, what do I do now? Uh, How can I discover more about myself uh, uh, during this time of losing my job or, or whatever? What do you have any, you know, thoughts about that in terms of, you know, and a lot of people are immersed in fear. And I know you've talked about the, you know, mistakes that people make and they're afraid of kind of delving in those waters within themselves. Can you elaborate on this and share how can we connect within and in order to have that courage or ignite that spark to maybe make a change and do something different?
2: Well, thank you for that question, because I have noticed that there's four things that hold people back. And most people have a wonderful idea. So first of all, if you're listening to this, uh, to the listeners and everybody listening to this um, segment, I would like for you to just take a look around the room you're in. Mm. Because everything that you are using and have was somebody else's idea Mm. that materialized. And you have an exceptional brain. And God has given us such a wonderful Tool. This is a tool that I believe that most people don't even use. So if you take the ideas that are now flashing in your head and you want to create something, just start doing it. Because mm-hmm. my philosophy is to initiate. You've been given this thought, and I truly believe that this was a divine download from wherever your believer is, And it came to you because you needed to do something. Now, the first time you do something is not going to be perfect, right? So that's the first thing that holds you back is that I have to do something original. Well, no, you don't have to do original. You can improve upon something or you can create something like something that you want. But it cannot be original because... All the original ideas have been used up. One thing we want to look at is Microsoft and Apple. They keep improving what they have. What Mm. about if you had an enhancement to their product? So, Mm. you know, it's something that you have to do. The second purpose is that only a few people have a true purpose in their lives. Well, no, everybody has a true purpose and sometimes, you know, you have the saints and the Tony Robbins and everybody out there who are on that pedestal, but history is filled with extraordinary contributions made by ordinary people. It just takes one person to make the change.
1: Mm, That's powerful. I love that.
2: So make the change. Yeah.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, is there another or you have another point there? I love these points. <laughs> exactly. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Number three now. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and then true purpose and whatever your niche is, that comes from inspiration or revelation. So right now, if you are simmering in an idea, you want to make sure that it's downloaded and you initiate upon that idea. You know, keep going ahead, because the thing is, don't expect, you know, you to get another, you know, don't expect for another idea to show up. You already have been given one. So work on it.
1: Yes, that's powerful. Think so, things are coming to us all the time, but sometimes we're missing it, right? The uh, spot, spontaneous connections that we have or the thoughts, we, di- we can dismiss them, and that's opportunities
2: missed, Right. Yes. And, and, you know, the story that comes to mind is about a town was flooded and there was a lot of rain coming and the waters kept rising. And this one man, he climbed on the roof. So he said, God, I know you're going to save me. And then a boat comes by with a few people in it. And he's like, oh, I have to jump in this boat. I'm not doing it. God save me. So the boat goes away and then a raft comes by (laughs) and then he's like, I don't want to jump on this raft. God save me. Raft goes away. He's still praying. Then a man comes, he's on a motorboat and he goes, jump in this, you know, jump in this boat. And he goes, no, God is going to save me. You go ahead. So he drowns and then he goes to God and God, he says, God, but you know, you were supposed to save me. And he goes, who do you think who sent you all these boats?
1: Yeah. So yeah. we keep
2: waiting for the divine idea, not noticing the little things that are passing us by.
1: Yes, yes.
2: And the fourth thing is purpose is a luxury. Most people think it's a luxury. It's going to come with a lot of money. But I need to make money right now. And I can't just waste time making this happen. Don't get caught in your activity trying to make money. You've been given this idea to implement, so find the time to do it.
1: Those are so powerful. Uh, uh, Those points can really... Help us really get on this journey to empower our lives and take advantage of the opportunities that are available to us, and kind of listen to the divine guidance that we get. And as you said, look around. Just look around and see that everything that's here is what some some idea or something that was created by someone else, and it's always an opportunity to what uh, create something new or you know, make something better that always exists. So it's endless opportunities out there. I think the key is really connecting to what ignites your passion, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And take
2: it to the next level. Just don't sit on it on this first zero level.
1: Yes, yes. And I think one of the points that you made, of course, you know, everyone We can take advantage of opportunities and we don't have to be the greatest or the most powerful. I think we can take our own small steps to do what we need to do to make a change and, you know, fulfill ourselves in terms of our own personal mission. Well, Manira, we're going to take a quick commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more on the importance of navigating to your niche with our guest Manira Zahabi, the Niche Navigator.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
3: Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lovers Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness PEP for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean-Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities.
4: Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love ascension expert judy satori's ascension library will activate your true soul and human potential access a selection of audio based meditations energy transmissions and live streamed video events transform your reality with popular programs such as the transcripts of mary magdalene for heart opening beautiful to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org.
0: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light.
1: Well, you've been listening to Love Like Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And coming back from our commercial break, we will continue with our amazing guest, Munira Zahabi, on the importance of navigating to your niche. She is known as the niche navigator. So don't be timid with your talents. Learn to trust them. And she offered some amazing points in our first segment. Uh, Manira, what is a niche, (laughs) first of all? Uh, And then I would like for you to share more about those niche principles and how we can transform these ideas into niches. So what is is a niche?
2: A niche is a target, uh, something that you love, something like a purpose. At this particular point in your life, niches change. Mm -hmm. So, it's what makes you stand out right now in your life. It's an idea. It could be the people that you help, how you help them, why you help them, and when can you help them.
1: I like that. I like that. I I think we talked before and you shared something very significant that stuck with me, how you helped uh, someone uh, who was going through their own grief create a bereavement group. (laughs) I remember that that really stood out as uh, kind of an example of how you've helped people. You look at their needs, you look at what others need, and then if that's something that triggers their passion, you have helped people really Find that niche. So, can you share maybe some examples of how you have, well, well first of all, your niche principles. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm so excited about what you're talking
2: about. <laughs> That's okay. So, the principles that I define are exactly the letters that I use for, to create the word niche, and the niche that I, you know, the letters that I use are N for networking, navigating to your purpose and then i for initiate to implement c is care to prepare h is humility and honesty are king and e is execute to win so let me let me break this down so most of the time we never think of meeting people and them Those people that we meet in a networking situation to impact our lives. I have met several people who have given me ideas in a networking situation. See, you have, if you are a mentor, coach, or a cook, even a baker, or you're a beauty artist, somebody who helps people lose weight. Sometimes you're trying to figure, you know what to do, but you don't know how to target your current audience or you don't know who to help. And all that is the definition of a niche. So when you go to these networking events, maybe somebody talking to somebody else can then pique your curiosity and can be an avenue for you to grow in your niche. So I write all of these stories. In my book, I talk about a lot of my stories that happened to me. And these are the principles that I followed to become the niche navigator. But if you network with people, you have to be tuned in not to make money or find a job or whatever. You have to be tuned in because if you have a gift, how are you going to help this gift how are you going to use this gift to help somebody else? It's not about you. This whole equation is not about you. It's about how you can help somebody else use the gift that you have. Mm. And if you tune into that frequency, I guarantee you that you will find some way to help somebody tune in. So the lady that you spoke of, I was in the beginning, I was trying to market myself as the niche navigator. I had helped a lot of people along the way, but I didn't know I could make it a business. But now when I was talking to her, she had lost her husband and she was downsizing from a larger house to a smaller house. And the house that she could afford really needed some work because she didn't like how the house itself was segmented in different rooms so she needed to break everything and create her own space and in doing so she had to declutter her home her items in the home and her mind Mm. and she was talking to me about how this was going on in her life and she goes but i also want to go and do my leadership training because we had met at a leadership conference And we were now leadership coaches. And I knew that wasn't her purpose, just could see through it, but she couldn't see it. So I said, how about you go help people? How many people do you think have lost their spouses in the last six months? She goes, Manira, I am in a bereavement group in my church. And we meet every Wednesday morning for an hour and a half and we talk about and we pray about these things. And I said, okay, so how many people are going through what you are going through and how many people need help decluttering their life? Because you and I both know it because if you have a partner, we tend to collect more stuff. And we always have more than we need. Mm, And I said, you've had to declutter the house, your mind, the closets, everything, because you went from a five-story home to a two-bedroom home. And she goes, you know what, you're right. So she took this idea and she started working with people in her bereavement group, just giving them ideas. This is what I said. Never tell them what they should do. Always tell them what you have done.
1: Yes, that's great. Good point.
2: So she would say, you know, today I cleaned out the shoe closet and this is what I've done. And I've thrown away this many pairs and there was a hole in this thing. And so, you know, whatever she was talking about, she did that. And three weeks later, there were people who were coming to her and said, can you help us? So for the seven months going forward, she became a declutterer expert. Not mm. even, not only in stuff, but also in mind and heart.
1: Mm. Because,
2: because losing a loved one is very, very hard. Yes. And it paralyzes, that pain paralyzes people.
1: And, and I think one of the things that you're mentioning is like the action that you take because some people just get kind of stagnant and, you know, immersed in the grief and you know, get more depressed. And you're saying take action, you know, take action. I, I like that. And going back to this networking piece, which is so important, uh, you know, now what people are, what, isolated, more isolated now, probably feel more alone or dealing with grief. Yes. Uh, and a lot of and loss, loss that is unimaginable. And uh, this, this networking piece is like, course, we're using Zoom and we're connecting on internet and Facebook and all kinds of uh, ways that we're connecting. So, finding what people with similar interests, uh, connecting with people with similar interests, and you're saying, you know, we have to be open and, you know, really network with other people because, you know, they may find something or see something in us that we can't see in ourselves. And I, I like that piece about networking. So, we don't have to be alone or by ourselves. We can reach out and connect with others.
2: And the thing is, you don't have to wait for somebody else to create a group. Oh, good. That's a good point. You have to create a group and say, hey, I'm talking about X, Y, and Z. Do you want to come here? Yeah. And people will come in. And you know, the thing about social media is so amazing because if you post a question, anything... People will give you answers because they want to be known as experts, they want to be recognized as experts, and they'll tell you how to do stuff, and you get ideas that way.
1: Right, right. The importance of that network, and I think groups keep us connected, and the point you made, you have to be tuned in, which means you have to be aware of what people you're connecting with, the ideas, you have to be open. And uh, you know, open to sharing and open open to really learning new things. So there's so much value. So if you're alone or feel like you're isolated, get connected and look at the things that perhaps you're going through and you can turn them turn them into a niche.
2: Yes, and you you don't know how how um, how valuable your advice is. You know, yes. when I first first looking at what my niche was, My coach, my mentor said, go take a piece of paper, put it on the wall and write down everything that you know how to do. That includes brushing your hair, brushing your teeth and making your bed. And I was like, this man is crazy, (laughs) but all the things that I put in, so I started out with one piece of paper but by the end of week 3 I had 17 pieces of paper that I still to this day have because I am skillful in a lot of things. Only so, you don't know that, only I didn't know I knew how to do this because every time I did something I was like oh I know how to do this, I know how to peel a potato, know how to peel an onion, cut an onion, chop up an onion. That's a skill. So, Um, all the skills and everybody can start there, right there. Just start writing down your skills because I guarantee you there are some skills that we are always overlooking.
1: Yes. And that
2: overlooked skill could
1: become your niche. hmm, So, this list helps you be more aware of what you're doing throughout the day or what you're good at or whatever. So, you're kind of tracking and monitoring yourself and certain things may eventually stand out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have a, the second, what, initiation?
2: Initiate Initiator. To implement. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you have this idea now. What are you going to do about it? How do you take it to the next step? I ask um, everybody in my coaching groups is that, have you ever looked at a baby? Have you ever seen a baby? If you don't have one, then go find one. Somebody who is learning how to crawl and about to stand up to walk about six to seven, eight months, right? Mm-hmm. If you find that person, you'll see that this kid is so excited about walking. He doesn't care. He or she doesn't care about bumping their head even they'll try again and they'll try again because if they don't they'll never walk again
1: Mm, that's a great analogy
2: (laughs) and if babies can do what they can do best is run after learning how to walk then why can't we do the same thing as adults yes we were babies once yes and the the new ideas and the niches are like
1: birthing right birthing a new idea yes. <laughs> or yes mm-hmm.
2: but you know sometimes it's just recreating what you have
1: yeah
2: repurpose oh, yes. and i you know i put down all of these there's a lot of stories in this book so if you want to pick up the book it's very interesting it's a good 3 hour solid solid 3 hour read but the fact is that I use the principles and I use the examples of people that I've worked with.
1: Great. And then your your next one, what care? Care to prepare. Care to prepare. I love that. <laughs>
2: so the time, you know, the chapter talks about the five C's and it talks about the communication, the collaboration. It talks about the, you know, the, the five C's and it The fact of the matter is it talks about clarity, creativity, commitment, communication, confidence, and collaboration. Because these C's are, like you said, the birthing process. So once you become clear, you lose the fear. And you always have fear. Fear is always going to lurk around. It's like that shadow. And the way I see fear is you want to stand... If you are standing at high noon under the sun, the shadow is going to be underneath you. So you always want to stand under, your, under the sun and let the fear go because chances are you'll never be clear. You're always going to be fuzzy, but you have to start doing whatever you're going to do.
1: Mm. And I think be- that, you know, I think that builds confidence, too. It's like if I take this baby step and I'm successful and, OK, let me go with the next step, you know, of, of my little plan of action. And then, of course, taking advantage of those intuitive hits that I have to, you know, pursue the next step with these types of resources. So I, I love that we have to be confident. And those C's that you indicated, communication, collaboration, Clarification, confidence, <laughs> very important. What about humility? You, I thought humility, that's, that's a great one.
2: Now, the humility comes with mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. And if you are willing to say that, yes, I made a mistake and I'm willing to try again, then that's humility. It shows people that you are humble enough to accept the mistakes because everybody is going to make them. Think about the first time you got behind the wheel and you braked so much because you didn't want to hit somebody or you hit somebody. And then what you didn't drive again ever. Yeah, very, very powerful. So tell people that, you know what, I am humble. I am honest with what I am supposed to do. And I write stories about that, too, in my book.
1: Okay, well, I think we're coming up on another uh, commercial break, uh, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more on the importance of navigating your niche with our niche navigator, our amazing guest, Neera Zahavi.
3: America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa,
4: play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio based meditations, energy transmissions, and live streamed video events transform your reality with popular programs such as the transcripts of mary magdalene for heart opening beautiful to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial visit ascensionlibrary.org Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today.
3: Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lovers Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness PEP for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean-Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities.
4: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light.
1: Well, Welcome back. You've been listening to Love Like Living in the Spirit of Love. And coming back from commercial break, we will continue with more on the importance of navigating to your niche with our amazing guest, Minira Zahabi. And she has given us some great niche principles that we're going to continue to expound on. And I want to just share this quote by Rumi. We alchemists look for talent that can heat up and change. Lukewarm won't do. Half-hearted, holding back. Well, enough getting by, not here, roomy. So that means we have to really look for the niche and get excited about what we have to offer, our special gifts and talents. So, Manira, you gave us some niche principles of their networking, kind of an acronym for niche, networking, initiation, care to re- care to prepare, humility and honesty, and that last one, Execute to win. Can you expound on that one?
2: You know, everything depends on execution. Now, I don't mean killing, but execution <laughs> means doing, right? Yes. Because the three-step process that everybody has to learn is initiate, implement, and execute. Now, execute means taking the next step to doing. You know, you could be thinking about doing everything. So, for when I came to United States... I heard people telling me think outside the box and I was like what is this box that everybody tells me to (laughs) think out of and I never understood that. But what I realized is there is no box and thinking will only ask you to again simmer in the sauces that we are creating for ourselves. We don't do anything, we have to do so you could be thinking or sitting on this idea And you're not doing anything with it. Somebody else will think about it and take it upon themselves to execute. So the last point is very, very, very important because you have to execute. You have to do. Yes, very important. It's the hardest thing that you will do. But you've got to do it. It's the you know the hardest thing that you go to a DMV and get your driver's license, or if you like a boy or girl in your high school and you stand up and say, "Will you dance with me?" or "Will you go out with me?" That's execution. Just taking the next step to doing.
1: Hmm. And uh, one of the things that you mentioned earlier was that, of course, we might uh, you know have some hiccups there. We might make some. You know, mistakes or whatever, if you want to call them that. It's just growth principles here. Uh, But you can't give up. Uh, Go forward with the next step. Learn from any mistakes that we've made and build on those, right?
2: Yes, you have to. Because the one thing is if you look at your failures as failures, you'll never go forward. But if you look at your failures as a stepping stone, then you're going to take that next step to another failure, which is going to be another stepping stone, and then to success.
1: Yes, yes, and perhaps Thomas, we
2: should. You know, perhaps Thomas we shouldn't even
1: look at look at them as failures. They're stepping stones.
2: <laughs> they are, and yes. I don't understand why they call it failures. And it's such a bad word, right?
1: Yes, yes. But change it. Let's change it. it. <laughs> the, the, the,
2: the, the, the Thomas Edison said it very clearly. My light bulb wasn't a, it wasn't a failure. It just took a thousand steps to become the right one.
1: And look what happened. Amazing. now we have light. (laughs) Yes. Now, do you have thoughts on worthiness and self-love and how you can help people turn on the faucet of abundance? Because, you know, there are people out there who may feel like, wow, I lost my job. I'm not worthy or I've had all these losses. And, you know, there's some people on the verge of giving up. And, you know, people are in need of resources and they're suffering financially. And I think we're all dealing with the challenges, you know, that we're faced with. So what about worthiness and self-love and turning on this faucet of abundance can you help us here
2: see everything begins with yourself leadership love everything you can't give what you don't have that's wow. one thing you have to remember you cannot give what you don't have so you're not empty people who are trying to you know you've lost a job so you find another one if you You know, I'll tell you a a story of my own. I lost a job, my job. I was with my dream company for five years and I lost my job. I found another job and then within eight months I lost that one. found another one, within a year and a half I lost that one. And I sat there thinking and then I just out of the blue, you know, this was God telling me, hello, I gave you so many trials that jobs are not for you. So go into business for yourself. So maybe this is a message for you. You cannot give what you don't have. That's one thing that all of the big coaches out there are teaching. So love yourself. If you are on the verge of giving up, or second-guessing your purpose in life, do the skills test that I shared with you. Take a piece of paper and write out all the skills and take a month to figure this out. What skills are you good at? See, you have the tools inside of you. You have the skills inside of you. All you have to do is pick the few, put it together, and create a niche. You could be good at woodworking. You could be good at planting stuff, you know, gardening, building gardens. There is no, no um, idea that's not going to work. But if you don't, it. The only way it's not going to work if you, is if you don't put it to action.
1: Yeah, I think the important piece there is love. You know, you have to love yourself, love what you're doing, because if you don't love yourself, it's like that energy of not loving yourself is reflected in everything that you touch and and everything that you do. But if I love what I'm doing, I love myself, I take care of myself, I acknowledge myself, I think that will be reflected in what we, you
2: know, our, our expressions in the world. It's, it's very important because mm-hmm. if you don't care for who you are, why should anybody else?
1: Right, right. That is so important. Well, tell us more about your classes or resources and how people can connect with you.
2: <laughs> so I, they can connect with me on Facebook. I'm Manira Zahabi. Or they can go to the Niche Navigator and they have a contact form there.
1: All right, and do you offer classes or workshops or what? Uh, any programs any, or you do
2: individual work with people? I do one-on-one coaching right now Okay. Mm-hmm. because I believe everybody is unique, mm-hmm. but I am in the process of creating a workshop and a work c- course around my book, so that's not out yet, but it's going to be mm-hmm. soon. Good. Yeah, we talked about that. You're in the process of
1: developing yes. that. What a valuable tool and resource.
2: And it's it's a general overview of how each person can take what I have learned and then implement it with their skills and their qualifications.
1: Hmm. Wow. Uh, powerful.
2: You can start if you want to go to the niche navigator. And get my um ebook that's free. you can just go to the ebook tab and download the free book. It's called one Niche two niches and it's going I guarantee you because those people who've used it they are excited to start creating their own niche.
1: Mm, thank you. that is so powerful so we know how to connect with you. We're gonna be looking forward to your uh, online class and uh, the resources that you have, and you know you have a great giveaway to listeners here. So be sure you connect with uh, Manera for all these fantastic opportunities. Uh, is there any points you want to wrap up? Anything you want to say for a final comment?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, I know there is a lot of disparity out there, but don't look at it this way. This is a chance for you to rejuvenate yourself to re reprocess, repurpose yourself into the things that you want to do you know, some people are working from home, they may like it, they may not like it, the normal that we knew in January is not normal anymore <clears throat> so if the world is changing, you have to change with it so take it Take this period and challenge yourself on how you can be better.
3: Right. And one thing
2: I'm going to tell you is there is no resource out there that's not available to you.
0: Isn't you it? can
2: go to YouTube and I call it with fondly. I call it fondly because I love it. YouTube University has everything that you can do changing a tire, fixing anything. Okay. So take. Five minutes of your time, listen Mm -hmm. to a motivation speaker and see how you can get better because one step at a time will help you. Well, thank
1: you so much. Those are powerful uh, uh, things that can help us move forward. We thank you for joining us today, empowering our listeners to navigate to their niche Uh, Very insightful and with opportunities for self-discovery and personal fulfillment and service to others. So thank you so much, Manira, for joining us today. You are most welcome. All right. So discover your gifts. Have confidence. What do you like to do? What needs burden you that can translate into service? What challenges you that press on your heart? Be open to change. You know, there are many opportunities that are out there to help us grow and discover more about ourselves and help others as well and tune in to our higher self for more inspiration. So join us next week for Cultivating Loving Partnerships and Relationships with David Ortega B. Uh, share your insights from our show and your love practice exercise on the home page of my website, www.geneferrestjourney.com, and email me, and I will share your insights live on our show. You know, much gratitude to the Voice America team for making our show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. And let's send love light to all of those who have lost, have experienced losses and challenges during these challenging times. So our collaborative energy of love light will surround everyone in the power of light and love. Your purpose in life is to use your gifts and talents to help other people. Your journey in life teaches you how to do that. And that's a quote by Tim Cross. So answer your soul's call and remember an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. So thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to love light this week.